Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck, and you're listening to Tool Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. Today, we're in Paris to visit the Communist Party headquarters, a strange subterranean building from the iconic Brazilian architect Oscar Niemeyer. Niemeyer's commitment to the Communist Party was so strong that he completed the project free of charge, and the site has played host to a number of fashion shows for international brands, surely a far cry from its ideological origins. Our guide for today's tour story is Hester Underhill. Although undeniably beautiful, Paris is a highly uniform city. Granted, it's not without the occasional architectural oddity, but for the most part, it's a city made up of elegant 19th-century houseman-era balconied blocks. Against this backdrop, unusual structures really stand out, and they don't get more unusual than Oscar Niemeyer's Communist Party headquarters. Described by former President Georges Pompidou as the only good thing those commies ever did, the building is situated in northeastern Paris, between the Canal Saint-Martin and Bouchermont Park. It's a structure in two parts that sits on a slope overlooking the leafy Place du Colonel Fabien. At the top of the slope sits a large office block with an undulating glass front. The six-storey structure was the Communist Party's administrative centre, and hidden beneath it are four subterranean levels that house a reception hall, lounge, bookshop and multiple conference rooms. Niemeyer's design is most recognisable, however, for the concrete dome that rises like a vast white molehill in front of the main block. Those lucky enough to step inside will find a futuristic 450-seat auditorium with a sloping 11-metre-high roof covered in thousands of angular aluminium strips. This glimmering fish-scale-like cladding transforms the dome into a glowing nebulous of diffused light. It's like the smallest space-age cousin of the General Assembly Hall at the United Nations in New York, which isn't surprising considering that too was designed by Niemeyer, together with Le Corbusier. Its striking form has made the location a fashion favourite, and the hall has been the site of everything from Dior campaign shoots to Maison Maggiela catwalk shows. Kanye West even unveiled his Yeezy Season 8 collection there during Paris Fashion Week in 2020. As a lifelong communist, the irony of this particularly bourgeois use of the building would have Niemeyer spinning in his grave. It was the Brazilian architect's first European project, and his dedication to the party meant he worked on it for free. Best known as the brains behind the modernist utopia that is Brasilia, Brazil's purpose-built capital, Niemeyer arrived in Paris under self-imposed exile in the late 1960s. An American-backed military coup had overthrown Brazil's government, and Niemeyer's communist affiliations meant work dried up under the new right-wing dictatorship. Niemeyer set up a practice on the Champs-Élysées in 1967 and spent the following two decades living in Paris. When the architect arrived in France, the country's communist party was powerful enough to win more than 20% of the national vote, although this share would wane thoroughly over the following years as the party's pro-Soviet ideology became increasingly unpopular. Niemeyer's communist sympathies remained intact, but it can't be said that he was on board with all aspects of the Soviet regime. On the politics, I'm with you, he told a Moscow audience in 1963, but your architecture is awful. 
This rejection of the Stalinist architectural principles means Niemeyer's design for the party's Parisian headquarters was a total departure from the angular, brutalist style that reigned supreme in the Soviet Union at the time, and its curving, organic forms add a particularly Brazilian lilt to this chic Parisian quartier. You've been listening to Tall Stories, Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by Hester Underhill and produced and edited by David Stevens. And remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers. Mm-hmm.